All right, I think we're actually live here. God, I hope we are. Welcome to the bracket. Uh, my name's Jeff, and I've got my cousin Tommy on speakerphone here while we uh, live our best quarantine life, I guess. Um, we've been trying to uh, put this together for a long time, and we've had several different ideas, and we're, um, we've kind of given a run to this. Uh, basically, the format is we come up with a topic, we pick the uh, best 64 things we can think about it and discuss it all the way down to a winner. Um, we're also, I guess, filling the gap since we uh, didn't get a March Madness tournament this year. Thanks, Corona, for that as well. Um, yeah. I think a future podcast may be the top 64 things Corona took away from us. But anyway, um, we that are. Force is uh, number one. <laughs> I think at that stage you could probably go individual leagues and fill in like six of the 64. Yeah. Um, Easily. But uh, for our first one here is actually a bracket that my um, that Tommy actually put together. It's uh, we did the uh, top sixty-four country music artist um, that we could think of down, and we're going to run it down to one here and see what we think. And my beautiful wife Stephanie, and uh, this one Kiana, as well as my two puppies. Uh, so if there is one Earth on this broadcast, it's coming from them. Oh, baby, you can you can you you got a voice on this too if you want it. So um, I think uh, I, need to, I need to make a couple of notes here, Jeff. Okay. Number one, I did this bracket totally on my own without any help from the internet. Number two, I don't want Stephanie mad because I didn't put as many female artists on there. Um, <laughs> no, we did. I'll tell you we. Um, we're going to cheat a little. I'm going to have to cheat just a little bit on you because we did kind of look at this before we ever recorded this. Uh, I think we're going to have to bump. We're, we're going to have to have bump one and get a and get a wild card in the mix because on the oh, female God, side. Because on the female side, you left out a giant one. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. right side of the bracket, um, upper upper right quadrant. I'm going to yes. have to uh, maybe bump Bobby Bear out of there. Okay. And right in Shania Twain. Ah, yeah, yeah. See, that was a big mess. Oh, actually, one other one, too, that we kind of talked about, and it was Toby Keith, actually. Um, I know we meant those were the, like, the kind of the two big ones we mentioned. Um, I was trying to see who else uh, might be uh, uh, removed. Mark Willis? No, I kind of felt like we leave. I think we'll leave Mark just on the whole Blue Ridge connection alone. Uh, Sorry, that's 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 what about Pretty massive deal. Toby versus Willie, that'd be kind of rough right off the rip. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, man, I mean, as, as wonderful as I'm sure we all think God bless the USA is, I believe he's not a bad one to, uh, to lose well, this spot right there. I mean, I can only think of two songs by Lee Greenwood. I mean, I love both of them, but I owe you and well, that's God bless the USA are it. Let's, uh, 
Let, let's put Lee and get Toby in the mix because that's actually a pretty good, okay. pretty good uh, first round mm-hmm. matchup too. Some of these are going to be really quick. <laughs> Some are going to be quick, but I tell you, when it got down, I, I know the because, like I said, we, we did this too, and it it got a little rough, and even yeah, like super brutal for me. We didn't, especially we didn't totally, we didn't totally play it all the way out. I kind of did in my oh, head okay. a little bit, and even since then, I think it changed. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's run it through and see what happens here. Um, just start at the top left, work our way down. Um, like I said, some of these is going to be pretty easy, and this is about as easy as it gets. So, first matchup: Alabama versus Diamond Rio. Sorry, Diamond, but wow, did you get sacrificed? I love me in the middle, but that's about it. This one, when me and Steph were kind of talking about this over the dinner one night, the next matchup's Little Texas versus Taylor Swift, which I thought was kind of interesting because we were kind of like, okay, can we count like any of Taylor's pop stuff? And I was like, no, it's just all the country. No, you can't like... Right about the time she started feuding with Kanye West, you can't do this. Even, to be honest, though, even with that, I, I think Taylor advances pretty easily right there. I actually like, even though I thought it uh, was, a, I, I kind of liked your next matchup just because of uh, you like, you got Pirates of the Mississippi in the mix against the Oak Ridge Boys. Um, I always kind of like them. Um, I, don't think that, I don't necessarily think they beat the Oak Ridge Boys in this case, but I did, I did like the matchup. Are you like me though? You've got Oak Ridge going up, going forward. Oh gosh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Oak Ridge Boys fan. Thank you all uh, of us in that kind of that time frame where they were. Um, it was like kind of a, a big three or four groups, country groups, right around that time that all of us grew up, and they were one of them. Well, the in their greatest hits volume two cassette was one of my big albums that I listened to over and over and over. <laughs> Speaking of albums, we're going to listen to over and over. That matchup's coming in about five or six matchups here. This one actually is kind of interesting, the, the Mark Wells-Don Williams matchup. That's the next one on the bracket. Yeah. This one might show our age then, between the, because there's one of five years' age difference between us. Yeah. So, so who do you have on this? I kind of think I've got Don Williams still, but it's really close. Okay, um, see, I have Don Williams by, see, uh, a lot. See, I thought you probably had Don Williams too, and it wasn't that close. That, Believe in me, country boy. I mean, goodness. Uh, those are songs that I just absolutely loved when I was younger. And I, I 
don't know if you if you remember this. They had all those were the first real commercials I remember. You could you could you could buy Don William cassettes, COD. <laughs> and, me and, my, and me and my buddy Jamie from Texas, he he ordered it without telling his parents, and they showed up with the cassette. They showed up with the cassette, cash on delivery, <laughs> and, and his mama refused, and we didn't get it. <laughs> Man, I've, I've noticed there's, and especially in the first round, there's a bunch of like, you know, and this next matchup's pretty, uh, pretty uh, on top of that. Like there's. Good current artist today who just in the got slaughtered in their matchup, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of happened to Casey Musgraves against Dolly Parton right here. Yeah, sorry, that was the oh, thing. Well. Doing, the, the hardest thing I'm doing these brackets that I that, that I've noticed is trying to get the right matchups. And what I do is I when I think of an artist, I put them in the seat. I, when I think of a, a first person, I think of I make them number one. Well, I do all the ones and. I do all the number two. So Musgrave is one that I really like, but I didn't think of Musgrave until later in the bracket. Now there's that's where they got bumped. Future future podcast down the road. And I know we've talked about this. Like you did a you did a, a wrestling bracket. I did a wrestling bracket. You seeded yours. I didn't seed mine. I drew mine randomly. Okay. And I kind of did that on purpose because I wanted to see what matchups would get drawn. one's interesting. The Stuntman Brothers versus the Dixie Chicks. And I wonder if we don't disagree. I'm thinking we won't actually disagree on this. Okay, I've got the Dixie Chicks. I do too. Um, and you know what put it over the hump for me? Was Goodbye Earl. I absolutely <laughs> love that song. <laughs> I was about to to say is it because uh, Flowers on the Wall is now permanently engraved your, with your memory of uh, Bruce Willis running over Michael Clark Duncan in Pulp Fiction? Is that possible? Cowboy take me away just a few days ago and started talking about the Dixie. Was that at Texas Roadhouse? Thing? Is that yeah. where we were? Um, Lord, and I don't get me wrong, Stan Brothers have Elizabeth with you know, my cousin Beth, and we always love that song, and the flowers on the lawn, and all their gospel music. But man, Dixie Chicks has a lot of good songs too, and I just, like I said, the, the one song that was the difference, it was that close. If they hit a three at the buzzer, <laughs> By the way, for all the, the new listeners, there's going to be a lot of like uh, basketball references, no matter what we're doing. So just get just get just get ready for it. This is a 60-14 bracket. I mean, this is what is this is this is how this whole thing started. I made my brackets 
because we didn't have March Madness. Yeah. And I was like, hey, exactly. here's, the, here's the matchup, guys. <laughs> have fun with it. We can also now do the 64 good things that came out of coronavirus. <laughs> We've got this podcast, and there's only 63 more to list. Well, I can't list you 64 things that they're that didn't brew Oh, we've already talked about doing that one. For one, my baby's graduation. I know the number one. I know what the number one seed for the uh, good things from the coronavirus bracket will be. That'll be the uh, number of uh, uh, children that'll be born in December. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you right now, it'll be a good time. We had divorce attorney. I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> Here with me at the house. She says she's my wife. She seems pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to we're going to actually have to kind of motor through a little bit. Yeah. Here. Got, we're 14 minutes in and we've got six matchups out of 63. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hope this thing records for three hours. Kenny Chesney and Byron Dodson. Oh, yeah, I think, oh, yeah. Kenny's going to... Now, hey, I do have to say this. All Far Away by Vern Gosson is one of my all-time favorites. If you haven't heard that, I recommend you listen to that. I actually haven't heard that. Oh, my gosh. It's the best version ever. Hmm. But Kenny Chad wins pretty pretty well on this one. All right, next... Uh, Kenny Rogers versus the greatest hair in music history, Crystal Gill. Oh, no. Sorry, Crystal. Um, I was going to say, this does set up a quality Kenny versus Kenny matchup in round two. Um, yeah, I think Kenny Rogers will come on. Come on, Kenny Rogers. Second part of the bracket here, Mickey Gilly and Reba McIntyre. This was a, uh, ooh, this was another. I always did like Mickey too, and he just got slumbered here. Yeah, I, I, I do have to say that I do have an all-time favorite Mickey Gilly song, though, uh, Paradise Tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've you ever heard that. No, I guess I know that. That's one of my personal favorites, but again, Reba wins. <laughs> Slide, no doubt. Uh, going back to the earlier topic of the uh, greatest hits cassettes that you burned over and over, um, Buck Owens oh, versus Charlie Daniels. Man, I played the Charlie Daniels greatest hits cassette about 10,000 times. <laughs> I think we listened to that. I can't remember how many times. I, we, we knew the words to Uneasy Rider early. <laughs> Trying to keep it as family friendly as I could too, so I don't know. Uh...
big time. Um, this was this ended up being the other run in, and it turned into Toby yeah. Keith versus Conway Twitty, which actually got Leah not really having looked at that one beforehand at all. Kind of as a brutal first round matchup. Uh, yeah, after you made that suggestion, and I thought that's a tough one. The older school guy, I mean, I mean Conway Twitty has a lot of songs that I, that I love. Yeah, Toby, Toby Keith, I like Toby Keith, but I think I'm going to have to go with Conway on this one. It's close, though. I'm, I think I slightly lean towards Conway Twitty, but to Toby's eternal credit um, and he still does this on the, uh, you probably know that he does this on the uh, pre-show of every concert he does to this day he plays like a little video package and something that's, and, and something that's always in his video package is him performing a beautiful textbook suplex on Jeff Jarrett still sends it on every concert to this day but I, I kind of hate for Toby to go out right here, but I think I barely lean towards Conway, too. Man, Conway, I, when I was in junior high, Ty Fitton's Genius was one of the songs. Ty Fitton's Genius is kind of what I think barely pushes it. Loretta Lynn and Juice Newton. It's got to be Loretta. I've got Loretta pretty handily there. Jackson in the next matchup against Riley. Yeah, I mean, Riley's got an all-time great song, too, gosh. I mean, Harper Valley. PTA. Yeah, I love that song, but Alan Jackson, God. We'll see. Let's keep going. We'll, we'll talk about him later. This next one's kind of interesting. Tanya Tucker and Randy yeah. Travis. Yeah, that was another tough matchup, because I, mm. I, I love both of these. Mm. One of the first songs... One of the first country songs I ever remember was Texas When I Die by Tanya Tucker. Mm. And I don't know, if, did you know that one? Yeah, I know that one. When I Die. Uh -huh. I actually was, got Tanya beating Randy. Wow. Really did. I, it, to me. It, was, it was really tight, but 
Or possibly bracket BS. I'm not sure which. Or cut yeah. down the net. <laughs> cut down the net. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Tim McGraw and Charlie Rich. Tim. Uh, this one was. I, I think we all have the same on this. Uh, I think we do too. I do too. Yeah. And I'm pretty certain it's going to. Run off on this final matchup to Johnny Cash and Lynn Anderson. Um, yeah. Johnny's going to win pretty handily here. Yeah. Oh, no, I just realized there is somebody that I have left off this bracket. You know who it is? Um, he, he has he has the greatest country music song of all time. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Stephen Curry like range on the other end of the podcast here. I just realized that I left David Allen Coe off of the bracket. We actually me and Steph talked about that David Allen Coe wasn't uh wasn't on here and may really need to be, although Lord kinda of looking at it, I'm not sure uh, where it where it would fall at this stage. Does he take Charlie Pride's spot? Maybe. No, I was looking at Charlie Pride. I mean, Kitty Wells. No, okay. I think Kitty actually has to stay. Oh, well. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. So Charlie Pride. Yeah, yeah, I think let's. Golly, that actually a, turns into a really interesting matchup. Yes, uh, it does. That's what I was just. Because just to let you know, I had uh, I had the other side of that bracket winning. But now I may not. <laughs> um, flipping over to the right side of the bracket top part here, William Nelson versus Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> these, poor, these poor 16 seeds are just getting annihilated. <laughs> well, you know I put Atlanta in there as a, as a, as a personal thing. Um, that was one of the first cassettes I ever bought with my own money. It was the Atlanta. CD of Atlanta set, sorry, and uh, Atlanta burned again last night. That's <laughs> the only song on there with cassette I even remember. But I had to throw them on there as a 16 seed. <laughs> I did, I did like the next matchup yeah. with Clint Black and Jerry Reed. Um, although, although I do have Clint moving forward here. I did too. I thought that was a good 89 matchup. Oh yeah. Oh That's a great country line. <laughs> 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 
don't know if you know this, but that was my first concert ever was Clint Barton. Oh, really? Yeah, and she didn't make the 64, but the first person I ever saw actually on a stage in a concert was Lori Morgan, and I, I fell oh. instantly in love. <laughs> so she opened for Clint Black. The next one. I thought this was an interesting. This was a I really did cool too, and I, it, this one actually turned a little interesting on my end. Barbara Mandrell versus Ray Stevens. Oh. Yeah, and, and part of it is like, do you count Ray Stevens as country music? But I kind of think you count it all, yeah. and I think because of that, I've got Ray winning. I didn't say this. I think when I think of his music, I think of it as comedic country music. This one was interesting. I thought of. Stephanie on this one. Oh, I know she it was interesting, but I didn't think it was that close. Uh, Patsy Cline versus Florida Georgia Line. Uh, I've got that. I've got Patsy pretty handily. The the hits that Florida Georgia Line have had, they you know they've been big. A couple of them have crossed over too, but. Um, so I play cruise in my B class all the time. Just love it. Yeah, I'm sorry. This this was one I think you uh, you kind of did the. Do that match up on purpose, maybe? Yes, I did. Brooks and Dunn versus the Judds? Oh. Yeah. I actually had the Judds. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I had Brooks and Dunn on this one. Um, I, I love the Judds in the 80s. I did too. Um, I did too, but I think when I, when I thought about it, I was like, I, there's just the Brooks and Dunn songs, like... Winona's career post Judd's too, but um, mm. Lord, this is just a, a hometown shout out. But it just seemed like as I was growing up, every time uh, the the home radio would be on 103, that uh, in the morning there would absolutely there would be some Judd song that would play. Were the Judd's at their peak bigger than Brooks and Dunn's at their peak? And I'd say yes, the Judd's probably were. Yeah, I kind of think so too. Huge. Disappeared for a little while, and then Seminole Wind yeah. came out. And oh man, Seminole Wind, Straight to Kill and those are great. But um, man, David Allen Cole wins this. I, I kind of think, think pretty easily too. Uh, now that we've done that add in, and I and I and I didn't think of him when we first did. That's, that's one of the things I like about doing this bracket is I like trying to just do it off the top of my head. Yeah. And then and then when there's mistakes made, we fill it in and we figure it out. So David Allen Cole definitely takes that one. Um, can't believe we, we, you know, we were going to sacrifice one of the great bluegrass guys of our time to Shania Twain here, but um, <laughs> Ricky just get, Ricky gets bombed out of the water here. Ricky Skaggs versus Shania Twain. Oh, this was another this was another wild card that we had Bobby Bear, and I actually had Bobby Bear beating Ricky Skaggs. Skaggs. I had Ricky beating yeah. Bobby Bear. Um, 
just on the on the and a lot of that you know I don't know if you want to say it's more bluegrass and country, and you get into a genre argument with Ricky Skaggs, but that that was a lot of it. Uh, no, 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 that's still country. Ricky Skaggs, this this song, Country Boy. I still play that in my P class. That's, a, a, that's an that's an old timer. <laughs> it's an old timer, and uh, but. Man, I have Bobby Barrett. Do you remember the song, The Jogger? Yeah, I mean, I, oh, Lord. I, didn't, <laughs> necessarily, I didn't necessarily think there was a running background with this, but... Oh, God. Oh, well. Yeah, sorry. That's a... That's and a, I, that's a, that's I might maybe rework this entire bracket by the time it's all said and done. I'm not sure. I think on the fly, but... Merle Hyde is a Luke Bryan. Yeah, so I decided to put Luke Bryan... I've got Merle, too. I've got seed here, but... Yeah, Merle was actually at that Clint Black concert too. He he performed after Lori Morgan opened. So okay. I got to see I got to see Lori Morgan, Merle Haggard, and Clint Black for my first concert Man, ever. That's pretty solid too. <laughs> it was great. This was my this was the one I knew that you that I did on purpose. <laughs> uh, Josh and Trisha Yearwood. Garth Garth yeah. moving along with Garth here. Yeah. Hey, Trisha sings about Tommy. I mean, in her best song ever, but sorry, Garth Brooks wins in a landslide. I actually <laughs> wonder if we're going to differ a little bit on this next matchup. I know, me, I know where me and Stephanie. Yeah, I know where me and Stephanie are going. Dwight Yoakam and Miranda Lambert. I've got Miranda. Yeah. Um, the man, the biggest thing really is Miranda. I think has, and Lord, I don't even know when kerosene would have come out, but it's eight to ten years, I guess, at this stage, maybe. Um, is it longer? I was going to say it's over a decade at this stage that um, I think Miranda could probably lay the title to being kind of the current queen of country music and may have held that. Mm -hmm. title for a long time now it's um, there's just yeah. a ton of stuff by her um Travis Tritt. 
And I think if I remember right, me and Stephen, we talked about this one the first time. It was a pretty darn good discussion. Uh, but everything I've heard about Chris Templeton, I've loved. I mean, Chris Templeton is tremendous. I think I, in this matchup, I think I, I kind of have Travis just eking it out, just on the longevity of it all. Travis Travis, uh, Travis deserves a first-round win. If for nothing else, he taught us all to spell trouble. Oh, jeez. You know I have an issue with signs of spell. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. They still will be. This one is kind of—it's kind of funny. We were talking about uh, Tony Wynette because this one's pretty interesting to me. Tony Wynette and Eddie Rabbit. I don't know, man. Eddie had a lot of hits. Um, I still think it's Tony. I think, but man, I do love a rainy night. close to be totally honest. Waylon Jennings and Emmy Lou Harris. Heard it's awesome. Uh, 
That is a great song, a great version, one of the best ever. Anyway, let's go on. Waylon Waylon wins. Final final match at George Jones and Kitty Wells. I'm with I'm with Steph on that one. It's possum as well. So. Oh, gosh. And my uncle Dave was in, would try to kill me if I didn't give George Jones a win there, but. Oh. Alabama and Taylor Swift. Well, if Tay had stayed in country the whole time instead of uh, going to the pop side, it might be a little more of a discussion, but, uh, well, but too much. Could she change all those pop songs to a country version? Could shake it off, be countrified? Probably. <laughs> Over towards pop now, yes, it could totally happen. The remixed country crap that they call country music. Oh, that's true. You're probably right. I don't think she's still like, she's still like winning. Our traditional country singers anymore. Not a, not a chance. Let's go to the next one. Well, I mean, I, I think we all have the same on this one. Yeah, it, it sets up a, uh, a super root, a super great matchup on the uh, yeah. on the Sweet Sixteen side. So. Checks. Uh, I've got I've got Dolly pretty handily there. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's where that's where uh, that's where the check steam runs out. Yeah. They kept it close for a half and got worn down. Dolly Dolly got Toby Keith off the bench and he had five threes in the second half. did the greatest ever uh, Little Drummer Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is good. Really good. Oh, there? yeah. I've seen about six yeah, different awesome. versions. I loved it so much. Yeah. Which, you know, drummer. Take, go figure. Um, yeah. Battle of the Kennys. Too bad it ain't that close. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Chesney and Rogers. Uh, and don't get me wrong. Kenny Chesney has some good stuff. I love the good stuff. But, man, Kenny Rogers... Come on. I'm not even, even going to talk about Kenny right now. Rogers, he wins. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about him a little bit later. <laughs> Man, this, this, next, this next matchup personally hurts a little bit. It's just going to have to. Reba McIntyre and Charlie Daniels. Well, sorry. I'm going yeah. to with Reba. Me too. Well, I'm not. Ooh, upset time. Well, that's sad. <laughs> Songs. Simple Man of Nut alone puts him over. When I started thinking about just songs, I 
mean, golly, Troy Daniels has so many good ones. I've got him in the upset. Sorry. When I'm talking to my kids about great songs, then one down in Georgia comes up way before any Reba McIntyre song. I don't know if it's a better song. I don't know if it's a better song than Fancy. Fancy is a good song. I said, Reba has it. That's what oh, yeah. Fancy's on that album. That's a great album. I, I, I love Fancy's that Fancy's just an all, an absolute all-timer to me. I, I just thought that was just a great song. Well, just so you know, me, me and Bell, this last week, I actually listened to Devil Down Georgia and Legend of Boys Swamp, and she loved it. I love it. <laughs> but I haven't, now I haven't exposed her to Reba yet, so. Uh, actually, there's a, I did have a decent story. I did actually sort of plagiarize in eighth grade. There was Legend of Boys Swamp on an English assignment, and I kind of turned it into a little bit of a fable. Um, that's what you're out about, but hey, you know. Uh, allegedly. Oh, I did it. I mean. Well, hey, this is a podcast. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Never confessed to a song. That's awesome. Um, that was the teacher. Was it Miss Nichols? I think it was Miss Twiggs. Oh, okay. I don't know Twiggs. Miss Twiggs. She was teaching since like 1970. She, she was my mom's first English teacher. She, she made me. I was Romeo. We did uh, Romeo and Juliet. She made me Romeo. <laughs> nice. Uh, our matchups differ a little bit here. Um, I've got Conway Twitty versus Loretta Lynn. You've got Conway Twitty versus Juice Newton, which may play out a little different. Which may play out a little differently because I obviously got Loretta going through right here. Wow! Look at that. I love it because I have Conway Twitty. That's kind of what I figured. Um, this Juice got the first round upset and then fell to Conway. You, so, yeah. Alan Jackson and Randy Travis. That was a good, this is a good matchup. It's a good matchup, and Alan Jackson wins by nine at the end. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It is that. I love his gospel album. Yeah, I did too. I really did like his gospel album. He's just got such a library of music. Underground and Johnny Cash. I love... Don't take the girl. I, I think uh, um, "Living Like You're Dying" Living like you're is a great all-time great song. But man, this ain't even close. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Not even. As a dad of daughters, "Don't Take the Girl" is a is a great is a great song. <laughs> and his friend Bo, you know, I work with Bo. Me and Bo worked together twenty years. Uh, it's great. But come on, Johnny Cash. Just a quick shout out to our buddy Jason. And what has got to be in the top five regrets of his life. Do you know this story? I'm sure you do. No, uh, the hypnotist show where me and Jason and Wade were down in Biloxi. The Ring of Fire. Yeah, the Ring of Fire. <laughs> yeah, and I was like this close to being asleep in the audience, and Jason nudged me and I popped me out of it. And oh, it was Jason that nudged you. No, it wasn't Wade, it was Jason. And then 15 minutes later, they're both like, Why did you do that? <laughs> Funny, as I actually told that story the other day to somebody. I don't know if I, probably somebody, somebody in the family, and we, I don't even know how it came up, but I told them that story, how we all have regretted to this day. <laughs> I wasn't even there, and I regret it. 
to the other side of the bracket. God, I love Clint Black. I hate to see him sacrifice like this. Man, that's what, that's See, I'm kind of the same way. I, there's a. But I love Patsy because she basically is like one of the first ladies. Well, I mean, she's like really the Patsy first lady. Yeah, she is. And I'm, you know, a little, a little, uh, a little because I have Ray Stevens. I actually do. I actually do too, because I think if you want to say Ray's kind of the clown prince of country, you know, oh, sure. that's a decent title, I think. And he's held that for a long, long time. Oh, gosh. Um, you know the classic Klein little side note that her crazy was the number one most played song in the jukebox. It, it got taken over. It was number one for forever. Do you know what song beat it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> number one song played on a jukebox. I'm just going to keep up with these this stats, but this is Courtney. This is, research. this is just continuing the theme of a joke I made earlier. I'm just going to go ahead and guess Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. Yeah, apparently it'd be crazy as the number one song played on the jukebox, but... Who knows how that, how those stats were just, how those, who knows how they figured that out, but, uh, I, I think I, I like that, but I have Ray Stevens over Patsy Cline, Mississippi Squirrel Revival alone, and that's an all-time, absolutely, so we've got, okay, now the, this bracket turned brutal, yes, it with did. the two radios. Yes, <laughs> for the record, the first time when we had when I had the Judds and John Anderson and did this, I had the Judds going through, and I don't have that anymore. Well, well, you know what's funny? It's the Judds and Dunn. I, I had John Anderson beating Brooks and Dunn, but now I have Barry Allen Cole <laughs> beating Brooks and Dunn. Okay. Um, and then it got even maybe even more brutal on the other side. Yeah. I will tell you the first time I actually had Merle Haggard going to the Sweet 16 on this matchup. And now Merle on the redraw has Shania, and I've got Shania. That Shania was the biggest artist in the world for like eight years. I mean, period. The world. The world. Yeah, I, I, I love Sinatra, but I, I think 
she kind of murdered pop and country. There. Yeah, you could you could make that argument a little bit too that there's a little bit more of a uh, of a pop side there with him. I know some people some people won't give Shania Twain her credit because of that, but I, mm-hmm. I, I don't have that issue. But I still have girl ahead. I mean. Mama tried to raise me better. <laughs> it's, right. it's about it's about to get really controversial around these parts. Well, I mean, I, I definitely understand, and I understand if you want to like kind of penalize the if you want not penalize, but if you want to say that Chen out went a little more on the pop side and away from country. Right. So you know, it never fails. Every every March Madness. There's one second round game that just literally makes you go, what the hell? And this one was it, Timmy. This one was it, Timmy. And I've got a case for it. I gotta hear this. <laughs> it's Jonathan Miranda, in case you're curious, and I've got Miranda. Well, it's because he's married to an arsonist. Allegedly. <laughs> what allegedly is going on? I do actually sort of have a case. For the time that Garth was kind of the undisputed king of country music, um, <laughs> or just music, in, well, in general, there's you've got "Rope in the Wind" and "No Fences," and there's kind of that, and there's that, you know, there's that three album stretch, kind of four or five years, um, and then to me, Garth kind of fell off. Um, and maybe, I think he didn't get enough credit for some of this stuff after that, because he was so big, I think everybody expected his next step to be just as big. But and, anyway, and look, go ahead. And just because I'm wanting to crack a joke or two, and look, in your live concerts, there's only so many Billy Joel covers you can do. thing to me. Kerosene's an all-timer. From that first album to even everything she's kind of done since, Miranda kind of has held that same really high line. It's it's just kind of hit after hit after hit. Um, And also even she she did a side project too and put together a trio called the Pistol Annies and they had two or three really good songs. Um, It's just kind of... I mean, I know that 90, 98% of the population probably would take Garth in that matchup. It's just like, I just wanted, I think I can make an argument where Miranda wins. And like I said, there's always one second round game on a bracket that just makes you scratch your head and go, what the hell happened here? This one was that to me. I love it. Revisit her library now because uh, I gotta definitely check her out. Uh, George Strait, Travis Tripp. Yeah. George is moving on. Actually, I have Tanya Wynette and Hank Williams Jr., but I think I've got Hank Wynette no matter who came through on the other side. Yeah, so. I, I do too. It don't matter. Hank 
maybe we just settle this with a brawl between these two out in the parking lot of the bar? Uh, <laughs> oh. Waylon Jennings and George Jones. Waylon Jennings and George, George Jones. Fun. I know. I know. And it's not a Jones Boss fan. George Jones. I didn't discover George Jones until later. I, you know, I went through this stretch where like, I would buy like a new CD every so often. And, I, and one day I was like, George Jones, super hits. I'd always heard of him. I, I think I knew one song. You know, I knew the big song. But I bought that album not knowing anything, but he stopped loving her. Listen to that album. And I was like, oh my gosh, where have I been all this time? <laughs> After the Dead and Company concert. Oh man, I, I fell in love with George and his voice, man. I mean, come on. And I love Will and Jen. I saw Will and Jen's in concert and he actually did a duet with um, uh, Travis Tritt, where Travis Tritt did the Willie part on uh, um, Mom Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up Be Cowboys mm -hmm. and a couple other songs. It was pretty good. But, uh, and now, now, Will and Jennings, Luke and Bach, Texas is an all time, an all timer. But I got George Jones winning this one. That sets up a pretty classic Sweet 16 matchup, too, anyway, so. And you can't forget the Dixon Hazard theme song. True. That's Lord, that, that was actually almost an argument to push Waylon over the top right there. I forgot about the Dixon Hazard theme song. Wasn't Waylon the, uh, the narrator? Yes, he was. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he Mm. Mm. Sorry, I still got George. Still got the Boston. Fair enough. Sweet 16. Alabama and the Oak Ridge Boys. I love the Oak Ridge Boys, but their, their run has to end here. That's exactly my thought, kind of to the letter, so I don't really have anything to add there. Yeah. Man, this, this next one's this awesome. Is this is awesome. Yeah, this worked out great. I didn't even play it this way. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. Man, this one is actually, I love that. This one's actually not that hard for me. I'm going to go with Dolly. I'm sorry. She's going with Dolly? Yeah. But, yeah, no Kenny Rogers' Greatest Hits was like the first album I was to as a kid my mom had. That first album with Gambler and Lady and Long Arm of the Wall. I mean, Counter the County. It had Tommy, Becky, my mama's Becky. I mean, come on. I actually I, went back and forth on this one about four different times. And I really think if you, for me, if you look at the library music, of their songs, and I start picking like, all right, if I start ranking their songs, the only part of five or six really good ones that are right there with Kenny Rogers, then after that, I think Kenny Rogers starts just hitting bam, 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 bam with songs over Dolly. I, I, actually, just, I actually took Kenny on The Gambler because, of course, I did. I, I mean, I Will Always Love You is, is an all-time I know. And I and I loved nine to five as a kid growing up, and I mean Jolene. Jolene was. Uh, Bell Bell makes me play Jolene in the car. Like every time we get in the car, I play Jolene. <laughs> she loves it. Um, but I mean Kenny Rogers is a it, it, it's a no 
good for me, which makes a very tough matchup for me coming up later. Okay, now this part of the bracket, we're we're different. Um, we're way different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got Reba and Loretta. Yeah. Oh no. And I've you got, got Charlie, Charlie and Conway. Daniels and Conway Twitty. Okay. I'm gonna do my matchup first. I've actually got Reba winning pretty handily. Off. I think I've got. I got Charlie Daniels. I kind of was wondering. My matchup with Conway Twitty. Yeah. Um, boy. This is where it's going to get really brutal. <laughs> maybe uh, I, this one was maybe a little more brutal to me than to you. I don't think so. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just, Alan Jackson well, and Johnny Cash. Oh. I want to hear what Steph has to say on this. this I remember. This I remember our first discussion about this because I this one to me is about as to, was. Really, really close, and I yeah. and I kind of made the comment: Do cover songs count? <laughs> because of hurt. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, um, Alan Jackson has done some covers too. Have you heard him do Blues Man? Yeah. And, no. um, he's done. He's done. He's done several covers as well. But I, I've got you I have Alan too. I think Alan's yeah, just got a. There's, man, his. There's a lot of greatest hits talk throughout all this or whatever. Man, when Alan brought out his greatest hits, I, golly, that that was one of my all-time yeah. favorites. I'm, every song on that greatest hit is Thing this morning, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you remember that song. 
you need to go and listen to that one. That's one of my that's one of my favorites. Maybe it's because I listened to that album a thousand times, <laughs> but yeah. I absolutely love that song. Me and Steph saw it only about four or five years ago in Cherokee, I think. I remember when y'all went, you told me all about it. Hilarious. He played 45 songs in like 70 minutes. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah, that was What did he end with? Or what did he end with? He actually, he played, he came back and almost did like a, a little gospel mashup at the very end. Yeah. Because yeah, I was feeling how late was on there. Yeah, and well, the, well, the circle be unbroken. That's right. He that's what he played. That. He died on I was trying to think what he played pre, what he did uh, pre-Encore, and I can't remember. Did he? Yeah, he did punch on Lefty. I was thinking he might have went off the first time to Always On My Mind. Don't think I do. Was it Chris Christopherson? No. Lloyd Axton. Ah. This is, this is one where, uh, where our matchups uh, got a little different. I think yeah, this, this is uh, crazy. I'm, I'm real curious where you go now with this. I think, you, I think I'm going to go that you have the judge winning this matchup. Well, no, I didn't have the judge getting caught. No, 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 you had Shania Twain. That's I got Shania. Well, you have Lloyd over Shania. We both had David Allen and Cole on the on the high side. Um, oh, you didn't have the chance over David Allen Cole? No, I had David Allen Cole. Oh, in that case, I'm gonna say you got Shania Twain advancing. I actually do. This is a huge Garth Brooks versus George Strait, man. This was I went forever on this one. I have Miranda versus George Strait, and I will honestly tell you if it had been Miranda or Garth, I'd have still picked it the same way. Over George? I got George Strait over either one of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like that. Stephanie had the discussion, and then weirdly that night we came in and um, found a little broadcast um, that country music television did. I think it was four or five years ago. It was George's final tour, um, and then he, he retired from touring. Um, you know, George Strait's got the all-time single concert attendance record for anybody in the United States, and it's not even remotely close. For one show. Like his, farewell show. Like his farewell show at Cowboy Stadium, 104,000 people. Nobody, not, there has never been an artist in the United States that has cracked 90,000 until then. No one. 
if you have, if you have to, I have, to this is the third time. If we're doing a bracket. Oh. This is the third if time. If we're doing a bracket of all-time songs. Third time on this podcast I've had to say this. The number one country song of all time is I Keep Breaking Heart. <laughs> I don't know why we're still discussing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my running joke about I Keep Breaking Heart on this podcast. <laughs> This one's probably closer. This this one is probably closer for you than for me. I've, I've got I've got Alabama. Okay, this was when I when I was doing this and I got to this. This was the hardest matchup for me, for sure. But I had Alabama too, and I, it killed me because I, I mean I cannot tell you how much I love Kenny Kenny Rogers, and that his greatest hits. His 20 Greatest Hits album, mm-hmm. golly, I was that over and over and over, but man. That was one of the coolest album covers of all time, too, because didn't it have the all the songs in like a little gold brick or something? It was something <laughs> like that. It was super cool. I remember that. It, it just had him like at a concert. He got like that white suit on. It was just like his torso up, picture of him. But, I may be yeah. thinking of a different album. I can't remember. Charlie Daniels and Alan. Charlie Daniels has made quite the run in my bracket. Yes, he has. <laughs> the no eight seed advancing to the Elite Eight. No matter. Through my NC State. To me, and again, personal thing, to me, uh, no matter how it broke out on the top half, I've got Alan. It ends. Alan Jackson is the man. I, I think part of it helps for me that he's from Georgia. But regardless of that, He's just got such a great library. And I love that he, he writes all his own stuff. I'm I, think that. That. I think um, Alan's kind of just always stayed true to that his sound and his style. And Charlie Daniels might have the best song between the two of them, but after that, Alan Jackson. Man, Charlie didn't have... I, I, I was about to say, yeah. no, I don't think Charlie. I don't know. My initial thought is, is Midnight in Montgomery is better, and then but then that's a personal preference because I think everybody would probably pick Chattahoochee. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm with you. I'm at midnight. I haven't thought about Alan Jackson's best song. I'm sitting there thinking, that's hard. I'd go Dale Wayne out of Georgia. Then I'd probably go Simple Man as the second best song between the two of them. But then after that, I mean, God, Alan Jackson just got so many good songs. Living on Love, I think that one will be enough. Living on Love, Living on Love is an all timer. Uh, it's all time. It actually makes me tear up a little bit. <laughs> that second verse about the about the old couple. That was about his parents, right? Yeah. Oh Lord, now they'll tear up. Uh, <laughs> Coming to the other side of the Elite Eight, this is wow! What a great outlaw country matchup. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, unfortunately, there's one king on the side of the bracket, and there's one who isn't. Um, Willie Nelson moving through over David Allen Coe. Yeah, 
I guess I gotta figure it out in about eight minutes here. So you haven't made your winners yet for the final four? Um, I had the first one. The first time I, I did this kind of crazy side, it didn't quite break out this way. Which side do you want to do first? Alabama and Alan Jackson. Okay. So, um, and you had Willie and George on the other final four, and I have You Willie. got Willie and Hank. I've got Alabama. You know, we kind of sit here and talk about all these all-timer country songs on all these other people. Uh, we got to, yeah. we've got to shout out a little bit on Daisy Land a lot at the stage. <laughs> Alabama took a long time to kind of release one, and I think when they did, it was like that two-disc CD. Do you remember this? Oh, absolutely. They have 40 songs, and they were all number ones. And, well, let's just go on. I had the same thing, and I love Alan Jackson, but man, Alabama. I I can't wait to see what you do here. Okay, because my first thought was that you would have Billy. I did have Billy the first time. Yeah. I actually had, I actually had Hank Jr. beating Willie Nelson. I, <laughs> so see, I'm trying to figure George out how to, I don't, I'm trying to figure out the fact that I read George Strait's Wikipedia page in between the first time I saw this break and the second time should matter. And it, it is amazing if you read his page how many hits George Strait has. It's just incredible. He's literally like the the most. He's literally like the most celebrated country artist of all time. And he wrote all the songs, right? Yeah. I mean, most of them. I mean, Willie can't say that. Part of me feels bad that I don't have George Strait in this. I think I let my eyes on Garth. No, I think think that's part of the beauty of doing it this way, is bias can play in a little bit. All right, here's how I'm making this decision, because I can't make it any other way. So it's the king of the outlaws versus the king of the cowboys. I identify a little more on the outlaw side. this whole thing when we did it. I kind of almost had it in my mind. That's how it was going to break out for me. Um, yeah. But I'm taking Willie over George. Okay. 
and maybe that's just a little bit personal opinion. Um, I can't, it's been a few, maybe two or three years ago, I can't remember when he told the story, but I heard Woody Harrelson tell a story about meeting up with Willie after a concert and then going back to the tour bus and they started smoking weed and playing poker and Willie got like Woody so high he couldn't see straight and he won like $30,000 off of him. And apparently Woody was just a latest in a long line of people who Willie has done this to on this tour bus. So. <laughs> have you, speaking of that, have you ever seen Willie do the car tricks on the tour bus? Yes. Man, he does the one where he does like the, the threes of a kind and then the straight, and he's got like a whole story he does with it. It's like one of the craziest car tricks I've ever seen. It's awesome. George probably has a little bit better library, but Willie has had a longer career, and Willie's still going. Well, that's, that's almost amazing at this stage, maybe. Um, I think you got to reward longevity at a certain level. So. Well, I had Hank beating Willie, and I, I think for me it was just my personal library music. Hank has this huge library music, and it's stuff I grew up on, but... Willie, if you're talking about the all-time iconic voice of country music, I mean, I would think you'd say George Jones, Johnny Cash, and Willie Nelson are the three. If you're talking just voice, if you're just, forget songs, forget, if they all sing the exact same songs, which whose voice are you remembering? And Willie's might be number one. I, I think it is. I think it'd be Willie, Johnny Cash, and then maybe George Jones would be third. That's Billy Ray Cyrus. We used to and then Dolly Parton would be would be in there on voice. Dolly actually is probably the fourth one there. Um, staying on the yeah. our, our felt Rushmore thought of doing uh, doing the podcast that way, but here we are at the finals, man. So I think I know how yours breaks out at this stage. Um, well, see, I'm more interested in yours now because uh, mine's I think. through in my mind I had really like hitting a jumper at the end of winning. It was that close. This time he got hit the jumper. Um, I kind of I kind of rewarded Willie a little bit on the last matchup for the for the longevity, but Alabama's catalog is better. And I think it's better enough that they win.
five, something like that. So it's four or five years in a row. And, and that was, and I feel like that was kind of after his best run that they started like recognizing uh, when they were doing that with him. So, uh, but I think, I mean, you can't go wrong with what we have there. But I, so we had the same winner. Yeah, actually, the first time I kind of almost played this through my head, I did. Like I said, I had Willie edging it out. Um, and then even on the on the rewrite, I was like, man, George Strait's going to win. And then I just came back around and to Alabama and just that whole library. And hard, hard, not to, hard not to like him. Well, looking back at the bracket, I was thinking, you know, if I, if, if I had to guess what outside people say, I think the Johnny Cash, Alan Jackson would have been a, a big one. Yeah. Um, I think between... George and Garth, but I think George is the right pick there. Because um, I, I mean, I had Garth and winning that, but then when you talk about. I do, overall, I do remember the first time me and Stephanie talked about this, I held the Chris Gaines thing against Garth a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> but, uh, that was an experience. Well, you know, if we go back and do the, do the rock and roll side, I'm holding that. I'm holding that two-album run against you, too, so. Well, yes. uh, I, I didn't have Brad Paisley, man. You should have at least give him an honorable mention. Well, that's true. Uh, there, there, were, uh, there were some that we definitely left off the mix there. Oh, yeah, that's, that's one thing I would love for people that would actually listen to us to, like, tell us who we left off. Brad Paisley's yeah, one. Brad Paisley's one. Carrie oh, Underwood's probably another one. Yes. I thought about Faith Hill, too. I wondered how long we could do this in, and maybe it gets a little more streamlined, but, man. Well, I know you go into the matchups, and it, it gets really hard. You want to, like, get all your points in, and there's so much to go through, too, so. story back here, by the way. Thank <laughs> you. 
Nada, no se vuelve nervioso. side of this off. Um, I'm kind of curious. It, it looks like everything kind of caught uh, pretty well. I think we're I think we're good to go here. So um, I'm signing off from our initial our initial uh, bracket podcast here. Um, Jeff Davenport here at the home office. My cousin Tommy on speakerphone. My wife in the background. And two sleeping pugs that uh, contributed about one bark and nothing else. Uh, any final thoughts, man? send a copy of the LSU game from last year over to him. That's just better because George couldn't beat LSU either. Oh well. I'm signing off from here. Uh, thanks everybody for, uh, for tuning in. Uh, more to come very soon. Everybody, like my cousin said, stay safe, take care. I'll try to come up with a sign-off catchphrase for us between now and then. Send it in as well. We'll, uh, we'll give y'all a, we'll give everybody kind of a link, or I guess put it in the comment section if we get it posted. So. And we'll give a shout out to the uh, bracket creator or the uh, ah, true. idea. Um, we'll figure out a way to get that submitted too. But anyway, take it easy, man. You too. See ya. Thank you.